Welcome back to another episode of Pod Snapping. Pod Snappery. Pod, Pod Snapping. I like that term. I coined that term. Actually, it was uh, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens, but I co-opted it. Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. May I have some more Pod Snaps, mm-hmm. sir? May I have some more? You asked. May I have another? And we're giving you another. This is a Pod Snap. A quick Pod About Snap that's off topic. The Mandalorian. Episode specifically. Episode three. Episode two of Pod Snap. Episodes two and three. Oh, Episode three and four. Three and four. Not to of confuse the Mandalorian. Anybody. We're not confused either. Of Mando. Mando. That's right. a slur. We can't use that. Mando's we don't know people. that. No. Grief calls him that. Mando's but he also too. calls the other guy a dust breather. But yeah, Mando's not my moral <laughs> compass. You mean grief? Grief. Nor is well, grief. I mean, his name is Grief. So <laughs> why do can you trust a man named Grief in the Star Wars universe? They got have some weird names. Weird names. Uh, I have heard that the Mando's name is like Din D Y N Jaren. Dean Jaren. Din Din Jaren, almost like Jin Urso, but Din, Din Jaren, like Jimmy D. I saw that somewhere. <laughs> Jimmy you D. saw that somewhere. He's making sausages. I guarantee it. No, wait, that's uh Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah, it's Paul Newman. Never mind. Sorry. Or uh Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> you'll like you'll like this you'll bounty like, hunter. You'll love the way you look. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. Which he carbonite freezes everybody, which we forgot to talk about. Where'd he get that mini carbonite freezer? Uh Sears. And like he just pushes people into it, like stand still for a moment <laughs> while I turn that on. I mean he fooled that one rascal into it. Bluegills. How long can you survive if your carbonite frozen? Like if things just weren't going right, couldn't you just carbonite freeze yourself, I mean, set an alarm, and wake up a few decades later? I would assume so. It's got to be like, uh, like that sleep. Yeah, you just like you don't like millennials, so you just freeze yourself, wait twenty years, and then wake up. Is that how? It I works? mean, they could probably put you in storage, and you sleep for a century. That's weird. Two centuries. Super weird. I don't know about that. That's what they need to do for the next Star Wars is advance it, put people to sleep, and advance it centuries. Well, with what what technology are you gonna have then? Just other they already have stuff now. Stronger force. Stronger force. We have force plus. Force plus. <laughs> it costs you six ninety five a month. <laughs> or six sixty dollars a year. With commercials, it's with a little commercials. bit cheaper. <laughs> You can't get it in the EU, but if you happen to live in the continental U.S., six ninety nine per month, you can choke your neighbor from so hundred miles away. So spoiler alert! What's for- going on, John? <laughs> Bill, return my lawnmower. Sorry, I took that way so- too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is this? So for uh, spoiler alert for the Mandalorian, this is not for people that have not watched it. I.e. British this, people. This, the purpose, we're doing a completely separate podcast from do our normal Troy, board game banter. Do Troy and other Australians have this? Does, is Disney You're the Australian? one that told me that England wasn't getting it. They don't get it. None I don't you. know about the rest of the what world. What about the Netherlands? What about the Germans? What about South Africans? We don't I know. Don't do know. they get it? I don't know. I hope they do. Because they need to. Because the Mandalorian is an uplifting father-son story. I mean, everyone is in love with hashtag Baby Yoda. And we're going to be devastated when we find out he is not Yoda. <laughs> what if he turns out to be like super dark? <laughs> what, if, what, if, what, if, what if his name is actually something weird that we don't like, like Doug? Orenthal. <laughs> <His> baby Doug. <laughs> it's Doug or baby Bernie. 
don't know. Uh, it's a weird I name. Mean, it, he has taken over internet, the Twitter. Bernie's I mean, a cute he name. is adorable. Like, I mean, freaking adorable. Uh, okay, here I yeah. would kill to protect <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're just now realizing they have to merchandise this. Like, no, no. I read. I read. I don't read nothing. I heard on a podcast. <laughs> I generally say I read. What, what did you read? Well, I listened to audiobooks. So technically, someone read it to me. Uh uh, according to what I heard on podcasts, maybe it was Slash Film. Okay. I don't remember. They're very good on their reporting. Or Disney wanted to like merchandise Baby Yoda, but John Favreau was like, "No, I need this big reveal to be held off." Yeah, don't be putting out Baby Yodas. So, like, it was held off for him. Oh. So, like, they didn't. They, we good. could have had Baby Yoda merchandise by right now. now. Where's my Baby Yoda hat? It's gonna. It'll come. Where's Don't my worry. Baby Yoda cozy? Your plush. Your my plush toy. Plush? Where's my Baby Yoda? You're gonna Just, get it. I Don't worry. Bobblehead. Bad. I want it bad. It's adorable. Well, and also, like, for instance, up until now, and I'm, we're calling it Baby Yoda. We don't even know what it is. The Star Wars. Is it a he? Is it a her? Is it asexual? It's it. What was Baby Yoda? It's it. Get away from it. Baby Yoda, in terms of actual marketing and money, the Star Wars movies have made between three and four billion dollars as of now. Total. The merchandise. Which Star Wars movies? All of them. They've only made three or four billion? Yes. I mean, the last two made a billion on their own. And the others were released in the 80s and 70s. Okay. So you have that. So just just add add another billion for inflation. So this is say five billion dollars to date. The merchandising of just the Star Wars toys alone thirty to forty billion dollars. I have a Han Solo bobblehead sitting right over there. Yeah. Star Funko. Wars makes and George Lucas knew this. He's always made it to where it was, it was towards kids because Star Wars toys sell. Oh yeah. You think of Star Trek. Star Trek toys. There ain't no Star Trek toys. There's not. No. I mean, I used to have a little Luke Picard action figure, and he had a little thing where Jean Luc. Jean Luc. We had little fingers where you could say engage. Engage. I love that guy. Number one. And the only Make thing it so. you could have the John Luke that had the uniform buttoned up, and then they had the John Luke that was kind of relaxed. We had his uniform open, <laughs> slightly open. Like it's like slightly. Oh, he's laid back. Casual okay, John. Casual John. <laughs> I don't understand why his commanding officer. He called him number one. Because he was his number one. But wouldn't that be number two? No. Jean-Luc was number one. No, he was the executive officer. But Jean-Luc, number one. No, he was his first officer. My man. He was your first officer. Okay. But overall, in the pyramid of who's in charge, is Jean-Luc number one, Riker number two. Technically, Data was number two. He was the second officer. He referred to him in terms of the... He's not referring to them as the master commander hierarchy, like in the 1800s Navies. Speaking of which, I'm glad you brought that I'm up. I'm glad I did, too. I always like bringing up master and commander. I was listening to a recent podcast. Follow us on Board Game Snobs at Twitter, Instagram. Board Game Snobs, blah, blah, blah. But this is about board games. Um, They were talking about Lord Nelson. Yeah, Horatio Nelson. From the Battle of Trafalgar. Yes, Trafalgar. Go ahead. Trafalgar? Trafalgar, not Trafalgar. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Not Trafalgar? You, you, that's okay. Gibraltar? Trafalgar. Trafalta. Tra- John <laughs> Trafalta. 
John Travolta. He had the Saturday Night Fever, and he died. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Go ahead. So. British people are dying right now. <laughs> we can make these jokes because none are listening to this because they're not watching The Mandalorian. Lord Admiral Nelson. Yes. Or Lord. Admiral Lord Nelson. Okay. Or Nelson. Yeah, he was high up. Apparently, they based some of your favorite character on him. Yes. Because his name was literally Horatio. <laughs> Horatio Nelson. Right. I did not know that. I, in fact, when I, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about the Battle of Trafalgar. Yeah. And they were talking about Horatio Nelson, Lord Admiral yes. Horatio Nelson, whatever his name is, yes. battling the Spanish. Spanish and the French. I think, yeah. He, he basically, yeah. And they were saying, why did they win? Because was, they were outnumbered. He was, he was all about it. They were saying he was a freaking genius. He was a genius. But they were saying that the English practiced, practiced, practice on their gunnery mm-hmm. their 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 guns yes they made sure they made sure they knew like i mean because you would have to know math as to fire their guns at the proper angles and stuff right and they said literally like the spanish and the french i think it was the spanish and french they were just taking people off the streets basically mm-hmm. and putting them on the ships and manning the guns and they were just like firing right so they took down the English took down all these ships, and the English lost very little, none. Yeah, they lost not one ship. Lord Nelson died. He got clapped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, that was very unfortunate. And I was I like, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm yeah. like, oh wow, that's amazing. Oh wait, he died. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got clapped. And I was like, sad. He, he, like, he, I don't he, even know what's going he on. He died on his ship. This and is he history was, that doesn't relate to me. Yes. But this guy was like a genius. If you go to... And they said the way he fought, the way he's lined his ships up was in a formation never seen before. Like, they were like, oh, line up and shoot. Yeah. That's what everybody was yeah. used to. Kind of like the revolution. Yeah. Like, uh, the British were like, all right, everybody, fire! fire you know, yeah. and the rebels... What, what, did they, what did they call the... What they call the American rebels? <laughs> the American rebels before they were re- well, they were they were the uh, they they were uh, insurrectionists. Well, they were, but they uh, had a name. Uh, give me a second; it'll, it'll come to me. All right, now. but anyway, so the like colonists, so like the English were, were like traitors. We're gonna fight you, traitors. This, <laughs> we're gonna fight you in a row, and yeah. we're gonna announce when we're fixing to fire our guns. Yeah. But the the uh, the the colonists were like, no, we're fighting like scoundrels. We're gonna hide, yeah. duck, and shoot, and we're gonna just shoot whenever it's appropriate. Yeah. And that's basically what Lord Admiral Nelson did with his ships. Yeah. And he lined up in a way that was not a normal battle formation for the time. There was a, piece. and then that's what they kind of based Horatio Hornblower on yeah. him and a bunch of other people. He his uh his um, and there's also a lot of information on Admiral Cochrane. Who was very similar to to Nelson in terms of his accomplishments at sea, but one of the neatest things I saw was a piece of parchment paper. It looked like a napkin, and it was Horatio Nelson's uh, battle plan for Trafalgar. And literally, he had like this piece of napkin, and he drew out some ships on it, like these little black, little triangular looking things on here of how he wanted his ships lined out. And there's something very interesting to think that this guy was sitting around mapping this out on a napkin somewhere. And going, this is what this is what we're going to do. We're going to put these guys over here. We're gonna that's put crazy. And I mean, that's 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 why I've always found that type of that type of history fascinating because 
you're dealing with things that we don't understand today. Like nobody, no, gets, nobody. Gets I don't on normally them. listen to like history well, well, podcasts. You, you, now, now you've watched Master and Commander, right? Oh, a long time ago. And so uh, this episode, this podcast is called Preble Hall. Preble Hall. Preble Hall, and like he interviews like different people, and I think that it's basically like different people that are familiar with maritime or naval or whatever you want to call like that type of history sea mm-hmm. history yeah, yeah, whatever what, it's called the not i love the aubrey madwin series of which is jack lucky jack auburn uh but you, you remember on master commander when they're shooting their cannons and like the 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 drummer the guy in charge the, the no, gunner I, I, there, there's I, a scene where the, there's, the a, there's a scene where they're they've got their cannons loaded in their in the ship you know when you're on water of course the boat's going up and down it's going up and down hit the decks of running boys and yeah. spin those guns around yeah so you, you can imagine shooting a cannon and the actual ship is floating up and down. Well, he yells out on the uproll, mm. like catch it when they, when when we're when we're right. going, when we're going to crest. They're going to launch it. We're going to fire. We're going to lob this sucker. This cannonball is going to go at an angle rather than on the down roll when you're coming down. You're shooting right. as it's coming down to the angle. And so there was a there was a fine art to it. So it wasn't just throw gunpowder in here right. and do this and shoot. There that's, was that's just like that's that's. It's amazing. Well, it's me. amazing to me. Uh, even the same, and, and not to get too deep onto this, but like the U-boat captains into the deep. The U-boat captains, the Dasboot. The the, Ger- U- the me boat captains. The U-boat captains. Me. The German captains oh. of uh, the submarines. The math that they did to calculate where they would, you know, see a ship that they wanted to hit, and the spread of the torpedoes, and that that was timing and math. There's a lot of math to that. There's just it's interesting. Nautical, it's interesting. It, it is very interesting. Nautical warfare is is different than any type of warfare. Like uh, well, I like the Johnny Horton song, "Sink the Bismarck." Yes, and they sunk That's it. A good one. They sunk <laughs> and, it. And it was that. That was that. the Bismarck started firing fifteen miles away. We gotta sink the Bismarck. Was the terror of the seas. But the one thing they didn't have. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. They had the Mandalorian. <laughs> they would be able to take care of it. In the episode three, we find the Mandalorian delivering the baby, baby Yoda, to oh, that's right. yes. Warner Herzog. Well, he's on the spaceship first, though. That's yes. very key. And that's where the baby, he's like, he's messing with... He's adorable. He's Does messing with the things on the... on the. He's le- messing with that lever that or lever, gear. Gear. And he's like, if you is. don't stop this, I'm going to turn this car around. He, he spins the ball off, and he's like, that's not a toy. I heard that so many times from my dad. Yeah. That was one of my dad's favorite lines. It's not a toy. Anything I picked up to play with. like Arnold Schwarzenegger. My, I, well, Your dad's a five foot two a Chilean. <laughs> he doesn't sound like Arnold. You didn't hear him. Anyways, by the time they have landed, the scene has already set up that Baby Yoda is cute and cuddly, oh. and slowly the Mandalorian is is coming concerned about him. And there, when he drops him off with Warner Herzog, the he, client, he ends up giving him the chrome, the precious steel, <laughs> and uh, the Mandalorian basically chromes himself. Out. <laughs> that's what that's what they want to talk about. And so he goes there, does this job, he gets paid. And he leaves this little baby with this creepy old guy and this scientist with the bottle cap glasses. And like, oh, yeah, take this guy. And he goes and has a suit made. It's yes. like, I want this pimped out. <laughs> got, my, got my chrome on. Well, that would have been a neat thing to have some Beskar steel in your teeth. That way nobody could knock out your teeth. You could catch a bullet in your teeth from Penn & Teller. Oh, I watched that. That was pretty amazing. 
I don't understand it. It's fake, of course. You can't well, catch a bullet. <laughs> it's against physics. I don't believe it, Jerry. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know it. You said that like you believed it. Where'd that rabbit come from? I was like, it didn't actually come from his hat. I didn't know if they you got a rabbit producing hat. That's a genius. <laughs> what kind of sorcery is that? <laughs> they don't come from intercourse. They come from hats. I bought a top hat. It's produced three rabbits since. Poor Abraham Lincoln must have had rabbits out the walls. <laughs> uh, getting back to the Mandalorian. Let's do it. The fact that he was able to drop this kid off. And then he goes to get the metal made into his fancy but suit. But he does ask, what are you going to do? Wait. What are you going to do with the kid? Mortar Herzog's like, that's not your business. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> this is not Schindler's List. <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. He ends up going again, having another flashback at the, <laughs> at the smelter. I hear the pa- sound of pounding metal. Every time he goes to this uh, helter smelter, every time he goes there, every time he goes there, he's having a flashback. He's, oh, I'm thinking of my dad every time, <laughs> my parents. And apparently his parents got clapped by uh, separatist droids. Yes. Which is shown by the battle droids, which is kind of keys into why he doesn't Although like droids. Although it doesn't necessarily show them killed. Not necessarily. They were killed off camera. Which so it's like, are they dead? It's heavily insinuated. It's heavily implied. They got clapped by droids. So he's there, and this other big Mandalorian guy shows up who's like buff. And is like, oh, he's just getting mad and wants to fight him. And they end up kind of having a tussle. They both pulled out their shaky blades. I call them shaky blades. It's vibrary blades. Where they yes. just, Whoa. What's going on? And plus the fact that you can't, you have to stab somebody. Well, they're like fixing, a, they're like fixing to kill each other. And basically she just gets up and she's like, that was the old way. This is the way. This is the way. This doesn't work though. You get pulled over. Some cops trying to write you a ticket. No, this is the way. No, this is the way. <laughs> and they're like no, saying, sir, you're listen. going the wrong way. You <laughs> no, have to this turn. is the way. No, this is the way. And they all agree with her. And they just go and settle down. I want to know who she is. She's the metallurgist. Uh, I hope they She's make the mentalist. All... She's the ment- mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dozen of these. Keep going. And so uh, she says, this is the way. And then they stop fighting. <laughs> and then they're best friends. I like that she just has some platitude that she spouts. That's basically a catchphrase. Just do it. As our people always said. Just do it. And it's got the imperial signet. Oh, she asked for a signet. And yeah. he's like, so the signet on the Mandalorian, so on their uh, little underworld cave or whatever mm-hmm. it's in, it's got the mythosaur. Yeah. That's what old Boba Fett wore. That's what Boba Fett wore. The so mythosaur. apparently he killed one? Well, that's what all their, chi- <laughs> that's what all their chiefs wore it's with the mythosaur. Oh, so he was a chief? We don't know. I don't know. So she's like, I don't what, know, you don't know. Your signet is, go- he's like, well, I killed a mud horn. He's it's like, going to be a mud horn. <laughs> like, so what do you draw? A big rhino? The big horn that they did almost smash you. That's going to be your signet. He's like, well, uh, and she, he's like, well, I can't take it because the enemy helped me kill it. How did you know it was an enemy? Well, it didn't know it was my enemy because it was uh, this the baby, baby Yoda, Yoda used the force. Oh, what, what happens if you. So ask? she's like, I'm going to give you the whistling birds or something? Kicking birds. Kicking, kick, the whistling. Kicking bar. The whistling birds. Whistling birds. Which are something. basically these heat seeking mini needles. That, like nothing. Like there's no tracking needed. No. They just go they on. Just, they just know where to they go. They just go towards a who's ever, <laughs> who's ever hated. 
who's ever in the room. <laughs> they just know where to go. Whoever get they uh, save him later on. What happens if uh, you they want you kill something and they want that to be your signet, but it's not something? What if accidentally what happened to you? I fought this cat. Well, <laughs> this kid. Oh, you're all scratched up. The cat was driving. Shall be, I was the cat driving shall my, be your signet. <laughs> I was driving my land speeder. <laughs> And I accidentally killed a cat. <laughs> this cat shall be your land speeder. The cat is your signet. <laughs> we bit. will call you the Bubba Pet. The, the man Meow DeLorean. <laughs> the Meow DeLorean. <laughs> oh, I'm on fire. Keep it going. Keep it going. Speaking of fire, I like that he has that flamethrower thing. That, but where does it come from? Where is the fuel? I don't know. That's puzzled me. <laughs> where's the on where's, where's, where's the farts? Where's it? <laughs> Where is this thing? How's it lighting? The farting up a storm and storing it in this methane chamber. Got this methane. What, what happened to him? He got roasted oh. with my methane flamethrower. Oh, I don't crazy. know. No, I don't know. Well, see, like, Boba Fett in like one of the comic books and one of the games, he had a flamethrower, but you assumed right. it was coming out of his jetpack. Oh, sure. And so now <laughs> the Mandalorian doesn't have a jetpack. He don't have one. He's got to get, I got to get one of those. But why doesn't he have one? He hasn't got there How yet. How come everybody else has one? Everyone else had a jetpack, apparently. Okay, Except we haven't got him. there yet. Okay. So he then goes. So, okay, so real quick. Flashback. He drops off, he drops off Baby Yoda. Gets the medal, gets the crown. Gets his medal suit, feels guilty, goes back to retrieve Baby Yoda, which is breaking the guild code. Yeah, he gets in his... This episode is called The Sin. What is the sin? The sin. Breaking the guild code, (coughs) you think? Yes, Plus, yeah, he's not supposed to do that. Okay. But I thought that, but then, okay, so he breaks the guild code, retrieves Baby Yoda from his job that he's not supposed to do. The client is gone. He kills all these stormtroopers. That stormtrooper's like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He shouldn't mess with... And he kills all these stormtroopers like they're nothing. <laughs> well, well, I like that they they imply like he has this helmet that he can spy on people. He can heat no, it was his gun. His gun, yeah, he that looks at gun. his gun and he can heat sink stuff and listen in on people. And then he ends up tearing up the door knocker guy. <laughs> Uh, then he ends up going in there clapping these. I love the way the stormtroopers like <laughs> run out of the building. No, they're not. They did not bother with peripheral peripheral vision. <laughs> well, you can't see, but only right in front of you. You're kind of like in that a tunnel. Dude, like hard turn to the right. <laughs> Look this way. I am turning to the right. I like that he ends up somehow. Why is it that stormtrooper armor can't even protect him against knives? I don't know. That, it's like what fire. is the purpose? What's the know. purpose? Uniformity. Literally pointless. Uniformity. I <laughs> <laughs> must assume because it doesn't help anybody. It is absolutely pointless. So he like clacks all these stormtroopers. He knocks this one guy down and then shoots he's a good him while he's down. Shoots yes. him while he's down, and then he uses. He the whistling, is merciless in fighting these imperial stormtroopers. Whistling bird. Whistling birds knocks them all out, and then he's on the run well then all the fobs start going off and here we go back again mm. to the what triggers these fobs who I, set the fobs I, off here's what you you if you have a bounty ad on somebody you just get on the bounty app it's like tinder and you reactivate it and it reactivate. starts anybody who's in 25 mile radius is it based on dna <laughs> there's, yes there's hot singles that need bounties <laughs> that are in your area and so they look at their uh they look at their fob and they're like aha my fob is off. my fob's going on i gotta track this guy down swipe right if you want this contract <laughs> So, like, the entire, is it like the entire Bounty Hunter Guild decided to come after him? I don't know. There's many questions. every dust breather there is shows up. Twi'leks. And then they do the horse chase. He did a Twi'lek bath. We didn't discuss that. Yeah, he told him to go. Twi'lek? Did he say Twi'lek or Twi'lek? Is it a Twi'lek or a Twi'lek? Maybe they're different things. No, it's the same, but I think. 
You don't know. I didn't one's listen. blue, one's green. You don't know. Oh, that's true. You don't know. Um, so there's a toilet. toilet he inter- toilet encouraged him to engage in he sub in a massage in a massage <laughs> and also to do drugs to forget. This is a Disney movie. Yes. People <laughs> get some spice. Go to Santo Spice or something. Yeah, you'll it's never crazy. forget. It's terrible. <clears throat> to forget about Baby Yoda, but he can't forget about Baby Yoda. He goes back, gets him, retrieves him, and he starts fighting everybody. And so then he's like, kills all the stormtroopers. And now it's him against the fob carriers. So <laughs> the fob carriers. So they tell him to get put the baby in the droid little droid cart, and he ends up quick drawing on that guy. I love yeah, that scene that was where good. he just bounces up and like does like that. spin a rooski, and then he spins quick spin. in the air and that jumps awesome. in there. And then the droids like not wanting to go. It's like drive. I was just waiting for him to have like a metal plate on his chest, like. Fistful of dollars. Yeah, like yeah, I, I just I love that that the scene. music is great in this episode. Well, they told that they told that composer to basically do in Inyo Morcon, the guy who did all the good and the bad. Inyo, Inyo, not Inyo, but oh. Inyo, the guy who does the. We're good all about Inyo and Inyo. The good and bad, the ugly music. Yes, they said basically Maricone or whatever. Yeah, do that in space. That's good, and it's good. I love that scene. Well, he quick draws on that guy. That was quick. That's awesome. He does some spinnerooskies, awesome. lands in the cart, tells the droid to drive, takes off, and then grief Claps, shoots the droid, the droid and stops the cart. And everybody like starts pressing in. All these other fob carriers start pressing and in. That's when people start getting disintegrated. They start getting disintegrated with the big rifle, and then flamethrower, and is is getting is getting dire. And the jetpacks. The Rocketeer. Which apparently he doesn't have. Rocketeer part two. The Iron Man, generic Iron Man, come <laughs> they flying come in. flying in, shooting, firing off rockets. I'm pretty sure I saw, pretty sure I saw Iron Man in most all that. <laughs> I'm sure John Favreau fit that in. Robert Downey That Jr. one guy comes flying in, the big guy with the big, uh, like, uh, uh, Gatlin gun, gun of yeah. lasers. There was a lot to digest there. And he's like, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> We're like, okay. All me. They all show up flying around. How did they know what was going on? And what does he say? We have to relocate. We have to relocate to somewhere. He says a place. Like, the, 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 I guess their club. We got to get the Compton? Mando club. We got to relocate now. We're going to have to relocate. And he's like, oh, it's all kind. Get out of here. This is the way. This they, is the way. They kill everybody. <laughs> they just wipe out. They this just start town. shooting, and Mando goes into a ship. Which apparently he doesn't bother locking up or rolling up the windows. Which the fact that last time he had it stripped clean, you think yes. by now you he would think have, he'd have an alarm system, a low jack or something. And who's on there? Grief. 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 Of course, somehow thinks that he can take him out, despite being completely covered in silver. He shoots the fog button. Because and grief clearly re-aims his gun to the left. <laughs> oh, maybe he moved. <laughs> I know. It's like he clearly like. Oh, I know he was there, but let me shoot to the left of where Just he in was. Case. And then Mando shoots him. Do you we think, think he purposely meant to shoot him in the I middle? I think so. Think he just wanted. To- I think so. He didn't want to kill grief. You don't think so? I, Mando is a man of heart. He shot him in the heart. He shot him in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> he shot him in the heart. I think he was shooting to kill him. I don't think he Mando may cares. have. He may that. have, but uh, I, he's kind of ruthless in some regards. I mean, he does disintegrate Jawas. <laughs> so, <laughs> no unarmed Jawas for no reason. So he may have meant to kill him, but he did. But 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 uh, grief did show him. I've got this best car still in my... he's not thinking that. I mean, how good a shot is he? I don't know. And this is something I heard on Slash Film. They were saying, okay, this is a... We ex- we think Mando, 
or Din or whatever yeah, his name's going to be. We think he's like, oh man, he's like super skilled. He's apparently not that skilled. But apparently, I mean, he doesn't even have a signet yet. And a signet goes to a person that's like been in the, been in the game for a long he's time. He's a junior Mandalorian. He's a junior Mando. He's not a he's not a full Mando. So he's half Mando. He's half Mando. <laughs> So he flies away, and then decides, that's episode three. Episode three. He sees the guy in the other jetpack. It's like, and then he gives Baby Yoda the little ball off the gear and shift. It's adorable, and yeah. I cry because I love Baby Yoda. I want Baby Yoda forever. <laughs> and then the episode ends. Episode four. Then we go to episode four, which is basically Magnificent Seven slash Seven Samurai. That's magnificent. I watched The Magnificent Seven before I ever knew there was a Seven Samurai because my dad was a total Western person. Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner, Steve McQueen, and Charles Bronson, and then uh, all them other guys. But then I watched uh, Seven Samurai several years later, and that was an amazing movie as well. They're all amazing. Silent film. So then we watched this episode. I'm like, this is like this is Seven Samurai. It is. I liked it. He he's like this the whole. Yoda playing with the baby Yoda playing with the dashboard. Tell him, stop that. You know, he does the whole dad thing. Oh, yeah. Endears him more to the character, and then he lands, and baby Yoda walks. He's he's a toddler now. They know they know how to pull on your heartstrings, because he doesn't have his little crib now to just look around. Now he, he walks. So freaking adorable. He takes him to a bar. He's <laughs> he takes him to, the world. He takes him to a bar. And so, why does he let this? He just completely... Walks and just lets him trail behind him. That's what kind of gets me. It's like almost get eaten by a cat. He, he knows this guy's the little bit of you is like super valuable, but like he doesn't really watch over him like you think you would. Why didn't he have one of those leash like the parents have on their kids? Exactly, exactly. He, he just needs lets something. He goes and orders him some soup, and then he sees this. What's her name in the show? I can't remember her name. Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Uh, AKA, uh, what's her name in real life? I don't know. She's the MMA fighter, and she, yeah. who's awesome. Gina Carano? Gina. Yes. So sitting there, he sees her, and he knows, because she's got one of those weird tattoos around her arm. Yeah. Anybody has a weird tattoo? Barbed wire around those tattooed. Barbed wire around your bicep, you know they're legit. Or haywire. Haywire. Oh, you're tugging at my heartstrings yeah. now. So he knows something's going on. Never seen it. Plus, she's got her teardrop tattoo. Oh, that means she's been in prison. I don't know what. No, she that means killed she killed somebody. somebody. <laughs> I don't know what teardrop tattoos. So he's like asking about her, and he does the whole scene with the bartender, paying the bartender to watch the kid. Then he goes out, and this time his helmet has that heat tracking thing where he can see people's footsteps. He's a predator. He's this. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he's clicking. So he goes sneaking out for her, and she, of course, is like up on the roof because that's what you do when someone's trailing you. You jump mm-hmm. up on the roof and you jump go down. Up high. How is it that punching him in the face does any good? Because he's wearing a helmet. They keep hitting him in the face. Anyways, they roll around. They do the whole Matrix thing where they end up on the ground pointing their guns at each other. No, that's the... Uh, that's Matrix. John Woo. That's Matrix. That's John Woo. That's Matrix. That's John Woo. That's Agent Smith. That is John Woo. Matrix did it, too. No, John Woo did it before the Matrix. What'd they do? Well... Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. I put, put you ever seen me. The Killer? Yeah. Uh, John Woo? Was that before The Matrix? You're, I think you're it's looking the foolish right now. I think it's the Matrix. You're looking very foolish right now. I think right it's now. the Matrix. The, can... cool, the killer came out like a ninety-three, four, five, six. You you, you keep talking, and then baby, no. you, I'll look because it up. because he made the killer. Then he made Face Off, where they did the exact same thing. The pointing of the guns. Okay, 
89. You're right. Thank you. 89. Okay. John Thank Woo. Thank you. We, we mistakenly accredited that to The Matrix. It's actually uh, the 19th. nothing. <laughs> I gave it to John Woo John right away. Woo. <laughs> there are doves flying in the watch, air. You didn't watch it. It's slow-mo. All right. There has not been any slow-mo. Actually, no, I'm, there has been some weird slow-mo. There was a weird slow-mo on episode two with like the Mudborn. Like, yeah, it was slow, and then it was like blurry. Yeah. Oh, like, that's a weird slow-mo. I don't know. Was it his was knife a, shaking? Was <laughs> What's going on? It was weirdly unnecessary. <laughs> well, you know, every once in a while, different directors. Like, if I you're going to... So. Like, they've had a different director each time. This one was Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Directed episode the third one. Three. This episode four episode is... Episode four, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, Ron Howard's daughter of Jurassic World fame. Anyways, so Baby Yoda shows up with a bottle of porridge. He's sitting there drinking, <laughs> watching people. Soup. Soup. And then they team up. Another meme. So basically, this is Seven Samurai, Western, Magnificent Seven. They're fighting off these uh, marauders, raiders, that are coming into these people's camp on this planet. And, and him and Gina Carano farmers. meet each other and they're, <laughs> they're shrimp, shrimp farmers. <laughs> That's a shrimp farmers. Krill. And they meet each other and they're like, there's not enough room on this planet for the two of us. Because I this planet is very... Well, it's not, it's there's a not freaking enough, planet. There's not enough room in this town for the both of us. Exactly. It's, it's but space. it's a planet. I know, but it's it's Western. Come you gotta on. give it to it. Like, there's not enough... Like, there's two Ikeas in this town. So, so uh, then they join forces. Yes. Like, real quick, he convinces her to join forces in protecting this village. Because that's what you do. And the, there's a main woman in the village that has become highly attracted to the the She, she uh, is the attractive widow. That's all. The attractive I, widow the becomes attractive attracted widow. to the uh, apparent widower with his baby child. The child. And then, <laughs> and then he takes his helmet off to eat. He takes his helmet off but we don't see his face. Because he tells everybody he doesn't take his helmet off in front of anybody. But we know it's Pedro. But you know it's Pedro deep down. <laughs> we know Pedro. What, what you look I like. I would have liked it if they would have kept the actor hidden. Like, you don't know who's playing the man. Are they ever going to show his face? I don't know. I hope they don't. It would be great if, like, the whole... the whole. I, I kind of hope they don't. I wish they would have kept it secret who was playing the Mandalorian and then gone for, like, five or six seasons. And <laughs> they take the helmet off. It's like Jim Carrey or somebody weird. <laughs> you know? Oh, Reggie then. <laughs> the whole somebody you would not have expected who's been doing voices this entire time is Mr. Bean. <laughs> Didn't you realize you've watched oh, this whole series? That would have been great. Oh, but anyways... The, but uh, then they, she like tries to take it off when they're about to kiss. Well, but that was before. No, that was it at the gets end. Erotic. That was at the end. <laughs> okay, that was at the end. So they have these marauders. She and was they like, have an ATST at you, their disposal. Do you these, have a womb, Delorean? <laughs> these marauders have an ATST. Yes. Where did they get it from? Uh, so the Empire probably was at that planet. And you know, the Empire, like they are, they leave stuff behind. Sometimes stuff gets left behind. They get wiped out. There you go. Okay, so someone they have the, this. Someone left the keys in it. <laughs> they lure they lure it into this deep pond. Well, they decide to dig this ditch. And everybody knows, like, Ewoks take down ATSTs. Ewoks. Well, Carnivores. Yeah, they can figure this out. Cannibals of their own species. They can dig, they can dig up this. <laughs> Knock it out with a couple of logs and rocks. Yeah, they got this. You can dig a ditch. So uh, Mandalorian finally lures it. Well, actually, she lures it. She was shooting it up with a disintegrator. Yeah. But I like the fact that it looked like a Tyrannosaurus Rex type thing. It was good. That was good. There was a good scene. It was I, a tense I, scene. I it's expected like, her. to lure it. Like, we needed it to step just one step further. With... With Howard directing it, I would expect the woman to be running in high heel shoes from it. You know, <laughs> like Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. 
Yes, it was a very good scene, and it was like kept trembling on the end, and finally it stepped forward just enough, and the ATST falls into the water. Uh, obviously, the Mandalorian and the village wins, and the the female widow is okay, and she wants to take off his helmet and kiss him, but he doesn't allow her. We're like, oh my gosh, she fixed take off the helmet, and she doesn't. And then you hear a gunshot, and you assume that Baby Yoda's been killed. And then, yeah, the other fob carrier. Fob carrier. He showed up and he's he like, shows up. He's going to take out baby Odes, but then Cara Dune shoots him and she's like, because uh, Mandalorian's like, I'm going to leave him here. The village can raise him. I'm peace out. I'm good. But then he realizes, oh yeah, that's right. Like so, the whole world has fobs. So is he, t- <laughs> Everybody, I've got to kill all these fob carriers. Everybody has a fob. <laughs> Everybody. How's he going to, what is he going to do now? Like, I don't know. Is it going to be, this is my thing. So we're four episodes in. Yes. They can, this is the first episode that was like contained into itself. It's like this is a magnificent seven episode. Yeah. But then it, the overall theme was like, this guy's got the people are hunting baby yodes. So we're going to go from planet to planet. Like he's going to run. Okay. We're going to land on another planet next episode. What's the story going to be on it? We're going to do that for a couple episodes. And then the overarching theme of they're hunting baby yodes, the client, but the clients. The client was only mentioned in IMDb for two episodes. Those are gone. We've been in two episodes. So I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have to see one. What's his name? Carlos Esposito. Yeah. Gus. Gus. He's going to show up some point in episode one. We still have yet to see uh, Bill Burr. Yeah. That's I'm wait. That's the only reason I'm watching. That's this. the only reason I'm watching the show. So hopefully they'll show up. It's going to be really good. I hope that... The end of the show is the end of the season is he delivers baby Yodes yes. to Mama and Daddy Yodes. He's going to deliver baby Yoda to the person who is out to get him in the first place, which will be revealed as none other than Luke Skywalker. Emperor Palpatine. Luke Skywalker. He has cloned baby season Yoda. Two. Season two, and he's like, What do you need it? Well, I need a baby Yoda. No. Yeah. That's what I don't know. That was episodes three and four. All right. Well, that's our interpretation. It might be incorrect. Don't it's quote pretty me on terrible. It. Don't quote me on it. But we like talking about but it. But I want to see old Bill Burr because he hates Star Wars. I want to see him gather up his team and do what? We're collecting a I team. I want to see IG Eleven come back. I want to see what whatever Nick Noti's character was, Gina Carano's uh, character, uh, not Bill Burr's character. I liked IG Eleven. He brain shot him. Maybe he'll come back. <laughs> Maybe and, he like, downloaded him. He's got, he's got a USB somewhere. They he's can like, upload We're him. all good, bro. IG Twelve. And so uh, then he has his team, and then they go on further adventures. I think that it's going to end up being Bill Burr, the Mandalorian, and eventually they're going to get grief on board, and it's going to be like three men and a baby Yoda. <laughs> It's just going to be Misadventures of the second season of them raising. Who's going to change Baby Yoda? All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Best episode ever. I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. We'll talk to you later.